Hi Rock City listeners, today we're going to give you a bit of a special treat. Our show is all about uh, music from Melbourne specifically, but today we're really going to share Jason and I one of our most favourite rock memories. So for, for me it happened in 2002 and it was in a period of my life when um, I was going to a lot of gigs and in Melbourne to go to and see gigs you really need to be particularly organised because there's so many gigs going on, ticket sales going happening at different times and with the influx of international acts due to festivals and such we, you know, we were really inundated with opportunities and possibilities and me being me I was particularly unorganised and um, a lot of the times I ended up missing out on tickets and to to suffice for that and, and to make up for that inability to, to organise myself. So I would always go before uh, the concert and try and scalp a ticket and that strategy was always particularly successful. I remember um, trying to scalp tickets to go and see Ben Folds 5 at the Palais and that being a fantastic gig and, and with that success I was spurred on to, to do it again. And one band that came out in 2002 that I'd kind of heard rumblings about while working in a music store was a band called Interpol. And they were one of these bands that uh, just developed a lot of underground uh, press and a lot of underground media. Um, and, and like all of these things, you know, the more people talk about it, the more curious you become. And at that point, I hadn't actually heard the album and they were playing at the Corner Hotel in Richmond. Uh, not having had a ticket, um, I made my way down to Richmond and I remember vividly uh, the people coming in and out and, and the sense of anticipation that was going to happen for this gig and um, I camped myself at the front of the corner hotel, uh, made a little sign excusing myself um, and, and asking if there were any tickets available and time went on and normally you either get a, a bite very early on or the possibilities of actually getting a ticket you know diminish quite quite rapidly from that point on and I'd waited and waited and waited and it w- came to the point when Interpol were just about to come on when a woman from the front bar of the corner hotel came screaming out not literally figuratively raced up to me and said I hear you need a ticket and, and at that point I just held up my sign and she said fantastic and, and thrust the ticket in my hand and we exchanged some money and I made my way into the venue and normally when you go and see a rock band before the gig you know there's there's the, the murmurs and, and, and discussions amongst people in there but that day I, I specifically remember the, the sense of anticipation and, and there was this sort of electricity in the air and no one was really talking, it was very quiet, it, it, it was very dark, it was quite sombre. And the band came out to, to very little fanfare and they proceeded to play for about 50 minutes and it represented a momentous um, experience in my life. And, and having not heard the music before, I was blown away by the complex guitar lines, the interplay between the two of them. You know, just the the reverb saturation on some of the guitar parts, the the lyrics, the delivery. Um, you know, we talked about the melancholia of Melbourne music. Well, I think Interpol really encapsulated that beautifully, and it certainly um, resonated within me. And once again, like we've talked about with other bands, these you know four distinctive individuals that looked unlike anyone else I'd ever seen in, around Melbourne and around me delivering this type of music really rang true for me and uh, I certainly hold those memories very dear. So they came out, they played. It was beautiful, sparse, 
and everyone left in, in, in utter silence and it was certainly a memory that will, will last for me forever. Okay, so my amazing rock memory, there's dozens of them, plenty of them, but I'm going to share this story with you today. Mm. For, as a wee high school young lad, I can't even remember what year it was, but at the time I was totally, totally into this band. And um, it was after they just released their record, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers toured, and I had tickets, and there was a big buzz at school, and everyone at school was really excited, and they were kind of like the first big kind of big, big international actor that had come out, and like I said, I was probably 16 at the mm -hmm. time. I went and saw them at Festival Hall, and it was the original lineup with the original show with the socks on their cocks and um, the flame-burning helmet and all that sort of stuff, which was really amazing. And I still think to this day that that record stands the test of time. I think it's a great record. Um, and anyway, I just remember getting into Festival Hall and me and all my friends, we wanted to get as close as we could to the front. And of course, I'd never been to such a big sort of, you know, intense fan-driven rock show. And we all pushed our way up to the front of Festival Hall before they came on. I was right up against the front barrier. And of course, two minutes into the first song, I was getting absolutely squashed to death up against the, the barricade. And uh, the security guard saw that I wasn't having such a great time. So basically, I put my hand up and um, I put my hand up and the security guard came over. He reached over and he basically wrenched me out of the front of the, of the pit there and then ushered me down in front and off to the side of the stage. And I thought, oh, thank God for that because I felt like my ribcage was about to burst. And anyway, within a song and a half, I found myself outside Festival Hall. So they pulled me out, pushed me down the side and I thought to myself, what's going on here? I said, all right, we'll have to get back in. And I walked around to the front of the, uh, of the venue and I was so upset. I was like, oh, get back in. I've paid money to go see this band. And the guys, security guards are like, too bad. You got pulled out. You got, you know, crunched up at the front. Anyway, I managed to squirm my way back in there and enjoyed the rest of the show. And it was thoroughly fantastic and let's just say that I learnt my lesson and I don't think ever again I've gone right up to the very front of any show or any festival or any big rock show for that matter so um, yeah that was my amazing moment in rock and something that I'll never forget because it was the first time I ever got so close to an international band but then thought to myself I'm really in trouble here I've got to get out <laughs> and um it, it was just a massive uh, cavalcade and just a big roller coaster of emotion because when I got kicked out, I honestly thought that I wasn't going to be allowed back in and there might have even been tears, but I eventually got back in there and, um, like I said, had an absolute blast. It was a really good show. So that's my moment in rock. Boom.